Hello, and it's your girl Joan, and we are going to be continuing with our fish in the soup. Is it fish in the soup or fish in my soup? Oh, I think it's fish in my soup. <laughs> Have you ever seen a confused storyteller before? Well, you just saw one. Anyways, my name is Joan Anunua, and that's my name on Twitter and Instagram. I'd like us to connect on social media, so we will be starting our story so get everyone who loves to listen to stories and let's get right on it okay it starts right now i remained very faithful and committed to the fellowship i tried not to miss any service one evening i was down on malaria and could not make it to fellowship rebecca my closest friend in the department visited me and brought me some fruits. Tommy came as well. I was surprised to see Lucky. He came with Tommy. Tommy knew what I was thinking. And then she said, he insisted that he would come to see you. I tried to stop it, but you know, Lucky can be terribly stubborn. Lucky gave her a sarcastic look. It's not stubbornness, my dear. Tammy is my friend. It's only right that I pay her a visit, he said. Then he shifted his gaze from Tommy to me. Sickness doesn't suit you. So you better get well and be strong. Your world is waiting for you. He was about to start his funny version of Franklin's song when myself and Tommy caught in. No, we both shouted. Don't spoil our years with your ability to sing on the 64 keys of the keyboard at the same time. <laughs> Tommy said that and she gave him a sharp slap on his shoulder. You guys should just confess, Loki said. You're beefing my ability to sing on key XYZ. I don't blame you both. You don't know it's a gift to sing off-key, he said amid smiles. I think I have been entertained by your speech. I don't want to drown in the ocean of your voice, came my reply. Well, replied Loki, you better get well. If not, I'll have reasons to visit you and you will just have to listen to my off-key songs. Tommy was already in the kitchen while I was forced to listen to Lucky's of his songs. They ensured I ate and had my drugs. We also had a short time of prayer together. Lucky initiated the need to pray before they left. I felt much better by virtue of their presence and their visit to me. Moving forward. The way I wake up these days are completely different from every other day, except for some days in my secondary school. I lived every day happy that I owed a special place in Emmy's heart. That is what it is, isn't it? Why would he pay so much attention to me, call me and give to me? I could tell him anything. I was so excited and my only hesitation is why he hasn't told me how he felt about me. I knew the rule of lighters for all executives to stay single till they are no longer fellowship executive. 
All this while, I tried to understand that that was the reason that had kept him from telling me how he felt about me. What I didn't know is why he was still holding back, because he had handed over two months ago. Well, on a second thought, I felt he wanted to take his time so that the fellowship would not suspect him, especially our dear mama. You remember Sister Francisca? After our first meeting, I had an impression of her that made me wonder why she behaved the way she did on the first day we met at the restaurant with Emmy. She's nice, but when it comes to me and Emmy, I sense a very strong disapproval in the way she behaves. That's by the way. Today is our final year dinner. It's a norm in the fellowship for students to admit their feelings publicly. And most of the time, lots of people reveal their relationship status. I had imagined that I and Hemi would be an official couple and we will walk the red carpet together. And then it suddenly occurred to me, could it be that he was planning a surprise? My heart skipped a bit as my next thought came. Could it be that he was planning to publicly reveal his feelings to me? Wow, I was dazed and excited at the same time. This must be it. No wonder he didn't declare his feelings to me since. He wanted to make it special, I thought to myself. I was thinking I would go with my two weeks old air, but I thought I should appear most beautiful and elegant because my pictures would probably be taken. It will be an eventful and memorial day, so it's only right that I look my best. For a moment, I was glad I bought a new pair of shoes and had a long flowing dinner gown to match. It was decorated with stones and a flowery fabric pattern. The spirit is worn. God was ordering my steps, I said to myself. He knew this day was that special day. He had worked on me to will and to prepare for today. I hurried to bed and leave for the salon. I didn't even remember to eat. I was at the salon when Loki called. I told him I was at the salon and asked if he could keep me company as usual. He declined with a knowing tone of disappointment. He explained that he had a few but important errands to run for Emmy. He mentioned that Emmy would be needing it later in the evening. I almost wanted to scream but I controlled myself. When the call ended, a lot of thoughts were flooding my mind. Why would Emmy need Lucky to run an errand for him? Why was it needed this evening, the dinner night evening? My guess is right. Today is my special day. Woo! I almost wanted to cry. I tried to imagine how it would be. I was angry with myself for ever wondering why Emmy had been silent. Today must be the day he wants to tell me how he feels about me. I finished my hair and returned home. I had to call Tommy to come over to my place to dress me up for dinner. I had invited her and gotten her a ticket for the dinner. I wanted her to come over so she could help me with my makeup and overall appearance. She had a spec for fashion, looks, and style. 
told me knows all about the designer brands and their owners. Well, that was an exaggerated statement. My point is, she knew a lot about fashion and style. I needed her expertise on this special day. She knew I and Emmy had been talking and we've been getting close. I told her everything and she was seemingly more excited than I was. I was beginning to get nervous because I didn't know the dimension Emmy might use to surprise me. What kind of surprise is Emmy planning? I was thinking to myself, it's okay, I muttered to myself, I have to calm down. The most important thing is that I like him too, the feeling is mutual. And I felt he didn't have to try too hard to impress me, you know. Anyways, the time came and we left my room. It was almost time for for the dinner, yeah, and so we had to leave. Since we came early, I and Tommy had a seat in front. The hall was deliberately dimly lit so that it can suit the occasion. A few times I turned back to see if Amy was around. I sent a text to Loki for the second time asking him if Amy was alright. This time around he responded that Amy was fine, I was at the dinner already. Oh, thank God he's here, I whispered to Tommy's ear. She gave me a smile and rubbed my hand gently. My heart was at rest that it was fine. There were lots of special renditions and they were so inspiring. I laughed hard during the comedy session. We had a short exaltation and finally the time to unveil the veil came. Different members of the Lighters Fellowship came forward professing their love to their partners It was a serious paparazzi. It was almost like the lovers were competing for the best applaud from the audience. From my own point of view, every one of them was good. As far as I was concerned, anybody who can publicly profess his love for a lady is really bold. The last lover to unveil the veil is nobody but a able immediate past president Emmanuel Olayuwala announced the MC. Remember, he and the set of executives had handed over, so he is now an ex-president and he could publicly profess his love. There was a round of applause that was louder than every other applause that had been rendered to any other person who had climbed the stage. By this time, more photographers drew close to the stage. I saw Lucky wheeling a very beautiful red rose fondant cake. A large bouquet of flowers was also lying beside it. A small box, a bottle of wine, and two glasses dripped with red bow-shaped ribbon. The table was covered in a cloth with the inscription, I love you. I had butterflies in my belly. I felt like I was on top of the world. I am about to become one of the most popular ladies on campus. 
I smiled so heartily from molar to molar. I was feeling so touched by the entire thoughtfulness of it of Emmy when Lucky rolled a red carpet that went down, quite down from where I sat. The red carpet extended really close to the door entrance. I was in front, so the red carpet was supposed to be rolled down next to me. I mean, I was wondering why Lucky had to roll it far down. I looked up, my eyes were fixed on Emmy. He winked at me and shifted his gaze to the path the red carpet took. I tried to listen to all he had been saying because I'd been lost in the thoughts since he came up on stage. Then he began to talk. If it wasn't for her, I would not have been able to pull through that season in my life. I may have been serving the devil now, if not for God's intervention through her. Today, I want to publicly declare my love for this woman who has won the best of my heart that is meant for a woman. Join me welcome to Kumbo. I wasn't expecting that, but I remained expectant, attentive for when my name would be called. Then this simple-looking lady walked up to Amy. Using that red carpet, Lucky had rolled down to the door, to the entrance rather. He gave her a slight kiss on her cheeks. Before my eyes, Amy went to the table Lucky wielding, picked a box, brought out a ring and asked Tokumbo to marry him. The entire room was in an uproar of excitement. I was trembling. My knees became weak all of a sudden. Thank God for Tomi. She held me so that I don't fall down. Was I dreaming? Can somebody wake me up? Hmm. Anyways, I woke up from my dream. I had been dreaming since I met Emmy. But I was struck with a deadly blow I never imagined could be this painful. I couldn't stand the rest of the day, so I asked Tommy to help me out. It was difficult to get through the excited crowd for the exit. I was in contrast with the excitement for the audience who was rejoicing with their ex-president. I couldn't feel my feet on the ground. I didn't even know when I got home. I couldn't think. I just told Tommy I wanted to sleep. Anytime I was overwhelmed, I just sleep. This was just too much. Where would I start from? I was still in shock. I wish it was a dream and someone would wake me up. It seemed to me like before the dinner, I was in a dream world all by myself, but just woke up to the reality of life. My head was saturated. I lay down, willing to think of nothing, so I slept off. I woke up the next morning crying throughout the day, told me how to leave early, so she left me a note that she left for our class. The lecturer that was taking that class was Mr. OK and was the lecturer that does not joke with attendance, so she had to be there. And this is the end of the fish in my soup. So if you've listened from beginning to till now, 
Can you tell me what you've learned? What are the lessons you've drawn? What are your feedback to this story? What do you think? I would like to hear your thoughts. I love feedbacks. Remember? You can reach me um, on email. It's on the flyer that is on this Anchor um, podcast. So my email is there. My Instagram handle is there. And my Twitter handle is there. I really want to have your feedback. So thank you for listening. And let's watch out for some other interesting podcasts coming your way from Joe Anulua, myself. Bye, y'all.